Hey, party people, have you joined our Discord server yet? You can meet fellow party people and interact with our cast and crew to talk about all things Encounter Party, both this first Ravnica campaign and our new campaign, which is a television show available on the Dungeons & Dragons Adventures channel. To learn more, head on over to our website at EncounterParty.com or check the links in the show notes. Now, enjoy this episode of Campaign 1 of Encounter Party. Warning, our show features very strong language and graphic depictions of violence, so listener discretion is advised. Last time on Encounter Party! Thanks to Tajik the Invincible, our players set off in search of the library of Jace Balerim. However, it didn't take long for the gruel to take notice. Trapped in a transport with a worm hot on their heels, can the newly promoted Fekara navigate this ordeal? Find out this week on Encounter Party! We're almost there. I can see the port from here. We've got this. You've got this, Xenia. I've got this. I've got this. I've got this. I've got this. Master Sergeant Picaro or Drone. <laughs> All right, Picaro, go ahead. Take your turn. Okay. Uh, vicious mockery to the... Uh, the one centaur who's yes. uh, on you guys. Who's still there. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be, you're not a thoroughbred. What makes you think you can keep up with us? Oh no! Yeah. Oh no! His whole soul is like I'm waiting. I'm waiting for like friend. I'm waiting for like the cow horse smack talk. Oh. Like she did. <laughs> oh my god! Turtle. I'm bred for this job. Are you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, wisdom saving fourteen. Seems kind of racist. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I didn't ask to be born. All right. Cool. No. 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 Uh, is going to be some damage to their psyche. Uh, five damage. Five damage. Uh, he goes down. Ooh, falls underneath. The, the weight of your words is just, ah, oh, what am I even doing? <laughs> and just, uh, and just goes crumbling down. Perix. Uh, question. Yes. I'm pretty sure I know the answer, but I'll always ask anyway. <laughs> hey, uh, so I was reading the rules on catapult, your absolute favorite spell. Yes. It does not say the object has to be within sight. Just an object in range. Can I grab one of the ordinances? Line of sight. You also have to know the item is there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you can't just go, eh, But something. I know the ordinances no, are there. We you, got into the thing. It, it does not say line of sight because it, it is implied. Rules as implied. Yes. You must decide the item you're going to grab. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> and there's nothing really. Is there? I mean, like, we're in the rubble belt. Is there rubble? The problem is right now, nothing is in your line of sight. Oh, I see. Sure. Uh, okay. So as of right now, you're looking at your tiny little holes and going, uh, I hear them, but I don't see them. Yeah, and also, the ground is shaking a lot more. Yeah. Well, that's why I was going to throw over the top. But yeah. I uh, <laughs> won't. So there's nothing in my line of sight, period. Nope. Well, then, uh, what is the uh, what is the, the check you're doing for driving the car? Intelligence. Can you augment that? Yep, that's what I'm looking at. Uh, not likely. You are a simic. I cast Enhance Ability. Yes! Shit. <laughs> Surprises keep coming. Stop being smart. 
Uh, and uh, you now have the fox's cunning. You have advantage on all intelligence checks. Great. Okay, Xenia, question. Fakara, did you give her bardic inspiration? They only had three slots of it. Okay. Xenia hasn't blinked for a really long time. <laughs> She's on the verge of hyperventilating, and she is pushing buttons and pulling levers as instinctually as she can. Let's be honest. Uh, one's a 17. Oh, that's a nat 20, bitch! Holla. <laughs> so technically 25. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and was the first one a 17 or was it a 20? It was Two. a 17. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thank you for trying to get that. Damn for it. Me. I tried to slide that in. <laughs> like, oh, you didn't add your intelligence, <laughs> did you? So, Xenia, in your panic, you just start pulling levers and pushing buttons and, and just manipulating everything you can possibly twist and turn. And finally, this random sequence happens to work. And you just go, oh, I had to twist this thing and shove both the levers forward. And then, like a speeding bullet, you just guard speeding across the rubble belt. This huge guy goes go ripping away from your enemies and seemingly uh, safely toward the Boros fort that you can see rapidly closing in on you. And the tremors have sort of subsided for a brief moment as uh, you leave your enemies behind. And then Lorzach and Widget, looking in the back, see the worm disappear. We're going to finish this round of initiative. Lorzach. Uh, as an action, Lorzach is going to awaken the spores and knit shut all of the wounds that he's been sustaining. Um, and as a bonus action, is going to cast Healing Word on himself. Okay. At second level. Nine HP plus what the uh, the spores give him. Great. End of turn. End of turn. Okay. Um, the centaurs are out of options. Saloran, go. Is everyone all right? I mean, I'm, I'm hurting a little bit. He puts his hand on Xenia and heals her for 10 HP. Yes. I'm a little bruised, but I think I'll be okay. Should have spoken first. No, <laughs> <laughs> I also have like cure wounds myself, so it's right. not like absolutely terrible. That's my turn. Okay. Now you can hear the war machines behind you, but you can get the sense that Xenia's speed boost is kind of outpace whatever they're able to do and maybe that one that's on fire is starting to break down and this <laughs> come on come on come on come on come on <laughs> it just won't turn over come on come on come on <laughs> it's the starter oh my god it flooded it the boiling water flooded it <laughs> that's not water that's <laughs> what paris calls from the back it's not water. <laughs> it's, it's technically fire in the shape of water. <laughs> Read the rule book. So after a brief pause of speed, this worm had disappeared. And for a moment, Lorzach and Widget, you're sitting in the back of this car going, that was too easy, right? We know this worm is out there. And suddenly the tremor hits from underneath. And this massive worm, akin to something you saw in Ovizia, comes ripping out of the ground underneath the transport, sending everyone hurtling through the air. I need everyone to make a dexterity saving throw, please. Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> yeah, so Sarah is currently wearing a shirt that says, sometimes my dice try to kill me. Okay. And I rolled a one. 
13. I got a 13 too. Badalkin buddies. Oh my goodness. 14. Six. Woo, fail buddies. Everyone above a 13 succeeds <laughs> and manages to tumble out of above the car Above a 13 safely. or equal to? You have, uh, DC is 13, so Great, you have to you, match 13. You, Everybody you. 13 or above succeeds. You manage to deftly tumble out of the car without getting crushed. Those of you who failed the roll are going to take nine points of bludgeoning damage, and you are prone. Uh, let's see how Delania and Widget do. Uh, Delania is down, Widget is fine. There's just sort of a, at this point, almost an annoying casual success with him as he's just sort of like, <laughs> been through worse. <laughs> I imagine him looking at Lois Edgeman, I gotta tell you, it's not good. <laughs> you ever been eaten by one of those things? Me neither, that's why I'm still alive. <laughs> so your transport is currently wrecked. You still technically have all of your gear, but you see this worm immediately start smashing and attacking the transport. And you guys are within running distance to this fort. Has it been three days? Uh, yes, it, this is the third day. Top of the order, Fakara, you are prone. Okay, uh, is it? Oh, son of a bitch, you got speed boots. Yeah. Yo, I am not thinking this through. All right, you're prone, so half movement to get up. So I will get up. And Rizel, I summon you to defeat this creature, and I just blow on the horn as triumphantly as I can. And then just like, <laughs> like a freaking mortar, just <laughs> the same like fiery crash happens, and you see Rizel, the fire main angel, sort of get up from the ground and like shake off and turn and look at you again and go. Oh, come on. What? Protect our retreat. So she she kind of turns and looks at this giant worm, and you see her, like, smile. And she's like, oh, yeah, finally. And from her back, she whips out this sword, and it immediately catches fire. And her hair kind of floats back, and her hair immediately catches fire. And with this rage, berserker scream at the top of her angelic voice, she just goes racing towards that worm. Yeah! <laughs> I love it. Sexy. Uh, you still have half your movement if you want to try and make your way towards the fort. I am going to, uh, moving to Delania, preparing to pick her up and run. So, at least moving to her. carry her? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I imagine I can. Yep. Sure. Yep, yep, yep. It's, so. it's going to take a strength check, but... Uh, that's fine. Yep. I can do that. Okay. I'm assuming that's going to be next turn. Uh, yep, that's the end of your turn. Gotcha. Perix. Oh, I'm... I'm uh, uh, I guess I can move and... But I should move and dash. So I'm going to move and dash to the fort. Okay. Move uh, max speed towards the fort, please. Uh, Xenia. I'm running. Okay. The Vidalkin are like, We out? Uh, <laughs> we out? Uh, we're the smart race. <laughs> um, so, next up is Widget, and he kind of just, again, this like strange casual confidence as he just sort of turns to Lorzach and just gives you a wink. It's like a kill. And then just like pulls out like something from his bandolier, takes his like cigarette cigar thing and just lights it and then just drops it turns back to Lorzach and gives him a little half salute and starts booking with his little goblin legs away. <laughs> and after a short burst, you just hear like, and there's an explosion and the worm sort of like 
stops what it's doing to the armored car and realizes that you guys are not in the armored car. But it does see this, like, angel coming charging toward it. So, uh, goblins, don't move very far. <laughs> ben and worse. Uh, next up, Lorzatch. Uh, Lorzetch, for his action, is going to dash as a bonus action. He's going to cast Healing Word on himself. Okay. Saloran. Saloran gets up, looks at the worm, and uses the remainder of his movement to get out. Great. Uh, The worm's turn. Uh, The worm took a big attack to the face and then sees this angel coming. He will make an attack. He will meet Roselle as she comes charging toward him as this worm with his big mouth just sort of reaches down to try and uh, bite her and at the last second just sort of tucks its head underneath to come smash her with its big heavy frame. Jeez, a plus 12 to hit. And it rolled a natural one. Yeah! Well, that sucks. Please confirm the natural one, players. Oh, that's a big old one. Well, that sucks. Uh, So, he comes in to smash... But encounter Rizel the angel strikes back for no damage, but they clash as you guys are making your retreat. Top of the order, Fakara. All right, um, I will pick up. Okay, give me a strength check. Yes, pick up Delania. We'll do a strength check. Please don't fail. Oh, that's a bad twenty. Great. So you just pick her up, and uh, Delania's kind of coming too, and she's just like. Okay, like she's not, she's not gonna fight this. She's just gonna kind of go limp, but support herself with her core enough to just not be a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, as an and, action, you have picked her up. Okay, and then I can still run. You can. You still have a move. Okay, good. I will. Oh yeah, bonus action to click the heels. Yep. So that makes me super fast, and then I will do one move of sixty feet. Uh, I'm gonna pay forever for that episode. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Perix. Uh, I am continuing to run and dash. Okay. That's my turn. And out of the ground comes a worm. Mm-hmm. It's just the tremors. So, Xenia. Uh, Xenia just focuses on the blue ahead of her. And not to be outdone, she keeps running. <laughs> now we're in a weird competition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now Xenia is having fun. She forgets that there's a worm, and now she's just trying to beat Perix. <laughs> um, you can take note of how close you are to him, so that as far as he moves, you can just end up the same number of spaces. Well, I could, but that would take out the fun, wouldn't it? I'm very sorry, Xenia. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> uh, <laughs> So Widget is just sort of like dumping shit behind him as he's running. He's just dropping little <laughs> explosives behind him as he's like, <laughs> he's not very fast, but he's full of spirit. Lorzach. Uh, Lorzach uh, is going to sprint ahead as fast as his legs will carry him. Okay, uh, those don't exist. Saloran. Saloran is also going to book it. Now we're in a flying V. <laughs> quack. 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 <laughs> Uh, so now it's the worm's turn. The worm, immediately kind of realizing that the angel is not as quick of a threat and perhaps wants whatever this snack is, is going to make a massive move to try and come towards you. Provoking an attack of opportunity? On the angel? Yeah. <laughs> she rolls a 24. Yeah! Rizel? That's my girl, yeah, The You get it, Penance Angel. 
so she will strike for 16 points of damage yeah, onto the worm. And she kind of manages to cut it as it goes barely under the surface. Uh, but it doesn't go quite under, but it begins snaking through the rubble as it goes towards you guys. For folks listening at home, watching this giant worm miniature catch up is... Uh, Horrifying. Man, not the best. <laughs> so, I need uh, Fakara and Widget to make dexterity saving throws, please. Oh, Widget. Uh, that's going to be a 14. The target number is 20. You will take 3d6 damage, which is very low. Great, you take 9. You take 9 damage, but you are knocked prone, and you and Delania go tumbling into the dirt from the tremors. Also, same thing with Widget. He goes down. He's down? Down? Prone. The the tremors the tremors have just shaken. Um, Rizelle will try to fly back up to try and stop the worm. Okay, top of the order. Fakara, you are prone. Okay, um... We'll be unprone, so half movement there. Okay. Still have 30 there. Um. So half movement, bonus action, click your heels, get a full movement, pick up Delania. You can still move 30 feet. The heels are clicked. They're not... Oh, they're permanent for 10 minutes? Until... uh, Let me check what it is. But it's like a full five minutes or something like that. Yeah, it's active for a full ten minutes. Yeah, so I don't have to worry about clicking it back when I'm... It doesn't say anything about prone or anything like that. Okay. So they're still on. I want to pick up both Delania and Widget and Ron. Is that something that is stupid? Or, I mean, technically, yes, stupid. But... You could could easily pick up Widget one-handed. He's a goblin. Right. You won't be able to hold both of them, but you could drag Delania with a strength check. I'm okay with that. But you're at, like, half movement. So regular movement. Right. Half movement, but you've already used half movement to get up off the ground. Oh, right, yeah. Right. Yeah. So you'd you'd be at quarter movement. Okay. So down, so you could drag her, like, five feet right now. Okay. Um. But you also have to move to Widget. This is a complicated turn. So as of right now, you're up. You can move to Widget. You can grab him. You can go back to Delania and grab her on the ground, but that's going to be your movement. Can I throw Widget? Technically, yes. As a professional courtesy, he ain't going to go far. Okay. Okay. Yes, you can. You can probably throw him a max of like six feet. Okay. She still gets an action after doing all of these proposed things. Well, no. Picking him up would be... So her picking him up would be an action. Her grabbing the collar of Delania would be manipulate an object action. Okay. Yeah. So that would be... It's a very, very complicated term. Because I'm, I'm just determined to not let them... Oh, but I'm also at, like, nine hit points. Why? You know, there's okay. five of you at the table, and you can all yell at each other. And also, one of the people you're trying to pick up is a healer. Right. So, like, talk to each other. Help, please. We got you on our turn. Okay. Okay, so you're going to grab Widget. Yes. Okay. So I'll grab Widget. Yep. And then you're going to run back and grab the collar of... I'm not going to make you have a strength skill check to pick up Widget. He's okay. a small creature. All right, cool. Okay, Perix. 
Uh, you hear screaming from behind. Help. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Oh, so, no, wait. I'm Master Sergeant, so it's heal me. Thank right. you. Take a point of inspiration, please, for finally <laughs> acting your rank. Uh, shit. Okay, so Parex will stop his sprint, turning around to see the issue at hand, which is not good, and will... Fuck, this worm's gonna kill me. Okay, uh, I will... I don't want Fakara to die. I don't want Parix to die. I don't really care about Widget or Talia. <laughs> 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 In the slightest. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, I can't I can't do anything this warm. It'll kill me. So, Carl, why you gotta be so nice? Um, They're my fellow soldiers. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> uh, frog. It's true. Frog, thank you. I appreciate that one. Um, there is literally nothing I have that is helpful in this scenario. All right, I'm running for the I'm running for the hills. I'm sorry, Fakara. I mean, I only did just go into a contract and like save your life earlier, but you know that's okay. I didn't ask you to do that. Oh, no, it's fine. I understand. That's my turn. I have moved 60 feet. Great. Um, you are within shouting distance, and as you approach the Boros Fort, you can hear people from the Palisades screaming down at you to halt and announce yourself and they see everything that's going on and they're screaming at you and they're just be like who are you announce yourself there's sort of a weird chaos going on inside the I'm going to yell to the Boros Legion yeah. the one in the back is Master Sergeant Fakara Ordrun of the Boros Legion help her oh my god and you hear Master Sergeant Fakara Ordrun lower the gates <laughs> open the gates and you just hear this like mad chaos going inside the, the fort there is an awkward lack of efficiency coming from inside there Xenia uh, you are up Xenia just keeps running to race Parix, so she's a little bit ahead of him. She's like, I'm gonna win! <laughs> I love Xenia so much! Uh, Widget is in Fakara's hand, and it's just like, <laughs> just like he's just He's like dropping every explosive on his bandolier behind it. It's just kind of blowing up. It's not really doing anything. It's just causing noise and distraction, but he's kind of freaking out at this point. His cool is kind of lost now that he's in the arms of a minotaur. Um, Lord Zatch. Lord Zatch is going to take his bonus action and cast Healing Word at third level. Yeah, all right, all right. And heal Fakara for 13 hit points. Take his action and hit movement to dash a full 60 feet. Great. Saloran, what do you got? Saloran turns his turns to look at Fakara and yells, Stop wasting time! I'm gonna cast command on Widget. Okay. Widget needs to pass a DC 16 wisdom save. What do you tell him to do? Sacrifice yourself. I don't like you. I just saved your life. Widget tries to wiggle free. Test of wills. <laughs> Test, Test of strength. Of yeah. strength. He's trying to wiggle out from your... <laughs> while while she's holding another person. Yeah, that, that doesn't have any, any bearing effect. Like, she's gotcha, technically gotcha, gotcha. dragging yeah. somebody. She's just like... <laughs> headlock on Widget. Right, so Widget is trying to like wiggle free of you under the command of Saloran to go 
<laughs> sacrifice no, himself. No, no, no. This is not happening on my watch. I just got promoted. This is <laughs> he not is happening. A, he is a soldier. He is a yeah. member of the Boros Legion. Yeah, this is not happening. I'm going to use my inspiration. He is Grenadier Widget. Okay. <laughs> that is going to be a large number. He rolled an eight. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. Here. yeah. yeah. Good here. I rolled a 17. Yes, so he's, he's like, let me go. Let me go. It ain't worth it, kid. It ain't worth it. And he's trying to like wiggle free, and you just like got him like squeezed up against your bodice. Like, like no, stop it. Um, so that that will have yeah. Saloran is can see what's happening and yeah. is filled with disgust and just runs. Sure. Well, <laughs> that took a turn. Yeah. Here we go. Series two getting dark. Uh, okay, so now it is the beast's turn. The worm rears up to come down and smash and strike the two of you. And instead of smashing on top of you, goes down into the ground next to you. Oh, I need a dexterity saving throw. I'm going to microwave you if you don't roll well. Viewers at home, we have stopped okay, no. breathing. <laughs> I'm sure not that one, because that was a great roll. Landed okay. on the ground. It's got to be on the table. Oh, that wasn't good. It's got to be on the okay. table. All right, all right, all right, all right. You can do this. You can do this. We're gonna not die. Do that better, inspiration. <laughs> Try that again from Paris. <laughs> Fakara, get out of the way. Fakara, for the love of God, jump. <laughs> Yours at home. Sarah is searching through her entire dice bag for the lucky dice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was a yeah. It's an 18, but it's a 20. A 20 total. Yeah. Target number 20. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So this worm goes down underneath you, but what goes down must come up. So the fear is there. We are in one last moment as you guys go. Fakara, top of the order. Sorry, Rizelle has raced up, but right as she gets there with her sword, that worm, almost sensing her presence awkwardly, dives down as if sort of dodging her attack. It's a very strange way that this worm is moving at this sort of penultimate moment. Okay, so I just need to run. So am I I still at like full movement with people? Yeah, yeah, it's the beginning of your turn. Okay, so- Well, if you're dragging her, you're at half. Okay, so with the boots, it's 60. With the dragging, it's 30. Yes. And if I double move, it's then 60. 60. Totally. Okay, cool, math, I got this. Okay. Great. So you're also within range and screaming, and the people within this fort can sort of see that this minotaur is carrying people, and and she's screaming and raging, and it's very, very clear that you're a Boro soldier and not like a raging gruel person, and you just, everyone can just sort of hear Fakara booming from the thing. Open the fucking gates! Okay, uh, Perix, the gates are open in front of you. Yeah, no, I'm I'm through them. Okay. <laughs> Perix exits the map. Okay. Xenia. Uh, <laughs> Xenia goes, oh, uh, darn it. Both, both Perix and Xenia make dexterity saving throws, please. Oh. Ah. Uh, 18. 18? Oh, my Killing God. It. So you guys both go racing through the fort. You lunge forward, and you enter the fort exactly at the same time. Time. <laughs> 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 
And Perix didn't quite realize we were racing, but then he's mad when he figures it out. <laughs> <laughs> Zenia holds out her hand. She says, good game. <laughs> what? And Perix is like, we almost died. I mean, I feel tired, but it wasn't that hard. I mean, you're not, you're not necessarily safe yet. Uh, I think... I'm not exactly sure how the rules of this work, but it's very clear that the initial command that Widget was commanded to do was not successful, and therefore the struggling sort of ceases as he's just like, what's going on? Where is it? Keep running, keep running. <laughs> um, and so run, 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 run. Um, wiggle, 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 Lorzatch. Uh, Lorzatch sprints to the gate. Yes, Solorin. Lauren sprints to the gate as well. Sprints to the gate. And who knows what the beast is doing. So Rizelle is running all over, kind of staring down into the hole where this worm is, wondering where this thing went as she's sort of raging in this unquenchable fire. Look, where is it? It's kind of a frightening thing to behold. I think, I think for the most part, people imagine the angels as these sort of majestic, you know, divine celestial beings, but to kind of see a battle angel in person, it's, it's quite frightening. Um, the beast, the worm, will take its turn, and you feel a rumbling. Fakara, you're last to act. I'm running. Sprint. So you go racing towards the gate as you see all of your teammates have made it inside and you've got Widget under your arm and you're dragging Delania behind you as she's trying to whip together a spell or something but she can't because she can't even find her footing underneath her and you go racing towards the gate and right as you get to the gate the worm comes ripping out from underneath clearly intending to just have swallowed you from underneath but it misses you just as you go diving into the fort and then seemingly just quietly slinks back down into the dark. I really don't like worms. And then you can just hear the rush as the Boros soldiers are like, close the gate, close the gate. And a couple of Boros soldiers that are inside this fort just throw their shoulders into these uh, big, you know, wooden in, uh, gates that close in front and they just shut everyone inside. And you are now inside a Boros fort that as you look around, you realize there are very few soldiers in here, and there are a couple civilians in here as well. And for the most part, everything feels empty. Oh. And now, a quick word from one of our sponsors. You know, folks, blank walls can be pretty boring. So why not spruce up your home or office by heading over to ukiyopop.com. They have a collection of traditional Japanese prints inspired by today's comics, games, and movies. The gallery is viewable online for free, and prints are available for purchase. So head over to ukiyopop.com. That's U-K-I-Y-O-P-O-P.com. Tradition in a modern method. And now, back to the party. So, after a frightening rush into safety, you guys crash into this Boros fort in the middle of the rubble belt, narrowly escaping the danger of another horrific worm terrorizing Ravnica. And as you stumble into the Boros fort, you realize that it's rather empty and that there are far less people around than you had initially hoped. And uh, a, a trio of soldiers come up to you. Fakara, and mm -hmm. one of them kind of taking to the front and stops and throws a serious salute and says, is everyone okay? Yes. 
Great. It's <laughs> 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 <was> very succinct. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, you, you kind of like set Widget down and um, Delania kind of picks herself up from you and she pulls off her helm and immediately asks one of the things she says, where is the patient? And one of the other soldiers says, I'll, I'll take you right to him. And um, you can see that Delania herself is actually quite scarred. Um, she seems to have been mauled in some past things kind of all around her face as if something might have been like behind her. But okay. she has some intense scarification kind of all around her, her the sides of her jowls and her ears. Does it look like a burn type thing or oh that's just a really scars. good question uh more more like scratches a slashing tearing uh, okay yeah. gotcha thing. gotcha um so there's two soldiers left in front there's, of me there's now two soldiers uh in front of you and there's another one marching up there's there's two in front of you and there are two more marching up very deliberately uh behind them okay i turn to Solaren. you ever Try to sacrifice one of my soldiers again, and you will be facing me instead. You hear? Are a, you clear? So this gets immediately interrupted as a rather gruff-looking soldier who comes marching through and gives a very quick and sharp a tan hut, and uh, you immediately spot that nobody's listening to him, <laughs> <laughs> and he comes marching through and kind of walks right up to you. Now, th there's him, and behind this man is sternly marching a minotaur. Okay. And he kind of reaches up to you, Fakara, and says, name and rank. Master Sergeant Fakara Ordrun. Well, I'm Master Sergeant Elroy, and I'm the superior officer here, to which the minotaur behind him yells very declaratively, false. You are Sergeant McElroy, and you are specifically not in charge here. Oh my gosh. If only I had pressed a digitation for some popcorn. Just like, yeah. how? <laughs> 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 Shit, I was all in the conversation, and I would have just like, yes, That's, okay, that's amazing. Lorzach is letting other people talk. He's used to being suspected and generally despised, and doesn't trust that he can ask people for a status report without having a rock thrown at his face or yeah, something. Yeah, it seems mm -hmm. likely. Right. Um, but there's clearly some disparagement, and the Minotaur approaches you and salutes you and says, ma'am. At ease, soldier. Perix is going to go off with Delania uh, to see what's happening with the patient. Sure. We, we'll address you momentarily as soon as we handle what's up here in the front. What is your current situation, soldier? Uh, so the first one who came and approached you, the, the the Minotaur and that other gruff guy are kind of bickering back and forth to each other very aggressively. But the one in front of you um, who first approached you and addresses himself, and he says, Ma'am, Private Gory, first class. Private? Um, things are not looking good, ma'am. Uh, we are currently understaffed, undersupplied, and uh, injured. Gruel activity has been on the serious rise, and I think you have met our most pressing danger at the moment. The worm. Yes. The worm has been active beyond expectation. Uh, quite frankly, we're cut off. And what are you two princesses bickering about? <laughs> so the Minotaur approaches you and says, ma'am, request a private audience. Certainly. Thank you. Um, so take that for the moment. 
Yes. Uh, and the just to make sure I have everyone right. So the Boros soldier that no one paid attention to that said he was Master Sergeant is Sergeant McElroy, right? Sergeant McElroy. Elroy. Oh, just Elroy. I'm sorry. Uh, and then we have Private Gory, and Private Gory first class. Private first class Gory is a human. Human. Thank Male. you. And then we don't have a Minotaur name yet. Thank you. Elroy is a human as well, right? Elroy is also a human. Okay. Elroy. Yep. <laughs> Real dweeb ass name. Yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, you you can hear him call the Minotaur Whitehorn. Um, and mm. he has some really nasty things to say about him. That sounds like a racial epithet. That sounds not great. Uh, he calls him Whitehorn. But he would like a private audience the moment that it's acceptable to do so. But as of right now, there are still things going on. Okay. Lorzat, you look as though you may have questions. Feel free to ask. No one will harm you here. You seem to have everything well in hand. Lorzatch is leaking. He's he's done a lot to stitch up and patch shut all of the wounds from the wreckage of the back end of the tank. And not all of it is blood. And he's he's putting this stuff back together. All right, so all right, do you need, like, out of character, do you need healing? No, he'll be fine. Okay, cool. So uh, let's take a break here as you guys figure out what you want to do. Ned, uh, while this immediate introduction is happening, you are being ushered through with um, this one particular very young-looking Boros soldier uh, who is also a human male, and you are being rushed over to this section of the map. So to this long section over here next to Fakara, um, you are being led into clearly what is a barracks, but also a hospital for Got it. what is happening. Um, the soldier who is leading you announces himself as Private Steen, and um, he begins trying to explain the current situation to Delania. Right. And you piece together that the superior officer who was in charge of this fort, who was a colonel, died in a raid and that the other officer who was with him, who he just calls Bud, uh, is currently injured, and that's who Delania has been called to to deal with. And they come, you guys sort of go rushing in, and you can see that Private Bud is not doing super well, and he has what looks to be a very large gore wound in his stomach. Uh, he is a private, but you quickly ascertain from Private Steen's story that he is a scout for the fort, for the Boros. He's a Boros scout. But he was injured in the raid, not on a scout trip? He was injured by a raid. The particulars of that are not clear. Got it, thank you. Um, so you can set to uh, helping Delania medically assist him? Yeah, I'm. I'm, and I'm also trying to use my knowledge of, of animals and all of that to say what gored him, right? Like what, what could have caused this injury? Um, would it be something I would know? I guess I'm Simic, so it would be dependent on do I yeah, have my study? Yeah, you would know. It. Uh, Private Bud reports that he was gored by something nicknamed a slaughter horn, um, which is sort of a, a bull bovine type beast with uh, sort of raised spiked shoulders and very, very thick prominent horns that it uses to just ram in and gore things. And are those things controlled or are those things wild? Everything out in the rubble belt is both. Great. So yeah, I'm helping Delania, and um, in this situation, I'd be listening for 
uh, you know, we've got the status report that they're giving out there, but I'm not with them. So I'd really be listening to try and get a sense of gossipy things, right? Like people general feeling for the the people around me trying to figure out like if there's any kind of uh, um, other problems they're maybe not bringing up that they're just talking about internally. So right now, the only people in this entire longhouse, the barracks and the hospital are the four of you. Oh, there's great. Nobody else in there. Got it. Thank you. Um, would you like to assist her or would you request that she assist you? She's the healer. Uh, I would assist her. Okay. She will roll with advantage. Uh, well, uh, 21 is pretty good right now for her to, to... So you guys set to work trying to heal him. It seems like every life is valuable at this current state Great. With, within the fort. Okay, back to the front. There is this minotaur who approaches you, who then whispers something to Private Gory, who then kind of shuffles off a sergeant very kind of aggressively and uh sergeant elroy is really not a nice guy to be around he's a really really aggressive sob but at at this point the minotaur asks to bring you up to date and take you on a loop around the parade grounds and try and bring you up to date sounds good there is nothing about this that suggests that people can't follow him he just seems really concentrated on fakara so he announces himself as corporal gorham ma'am I'm sorry to report, but you are the superior officer at the moment. Here is our situation. This fort was established to monitor gruel activity in the wake of the shattering of the Guild Pact and the increased frequency of gruel raids on the city proper. Unfortunately, the Zerta clan has increased their activity. As of now, things are aggressive. They've made several raids on the fort. And for some period of time now, over a matter of weeks, this large worm has been consistently circling our fort. It's prevented several transportations for actually reaching us. It's also made it impossible for us to report back to Sunholm that these resources are not reaching us. Therefore, they continue to send frequent updates that we can't prevent. We've lost a great many people out on the belt. We've also consistently lost people here to scouting missions, raids. Quite frankly, we can't hold out. Where it needs to get back at some point to let people know that the gruel are on the move. That is our current situation. Uh, and I'll, let me just give you a quick uh, rundown of the map. So okay. uh, at three of the four corners, there are large uh, watchtowers mm -hmm. that do have what look to be mortars on them. Okay. And then we'll we'll do a little loop around. So at the front of the gate where you guys came in, there's two buildings. The one on the left Yours is... Yours or mine? Uh, towards me. Great. Uh, on my side of the map. So this building here on the side is uh, a trading post, which we can talk about momentarily. But a quick peek inside shows that there is a human woman inside. And then as you now get a sense that there are civilians or this place is prepped to hold civilians, there is a non-military personnel barracks directly on the other side of the gate there at the front. Sort of right over where David is on the map is the stockade. And then directly uh, past that along the wall is a stable that's currently empty. And then right in front of the stables is a long building where is uh, the command post and the officer's quarters. On the complete opposite end of the parade grounds where Ned and Delania just went inside is the general barracks for the soldiers, but also the uh, hospital. And then the far end with that large building back there is... Uh, towards the left, there is a mess hall and uh, a kitchen area. Um, and then on the other side, you are instructed that that is basically uh, an armory. And you can hear some clanging and stuff inside there. 
Um, also, while you're doing around the parade, Fakara, Corporal Gorham will announce to you that these uh, officers' quarters now are technically yours as the highest-ranking officer on duty. You are now responsible for everybody in the fort. No pressure. Okay. Everybody else who is not a Bora soldier will have to stay in the and uh, the other barracks here at the, up at the front. Okay. A big shift from the fancy beds that you were just sleeping in. Um, you also happen to look down and notice that Widget is following you. And uh, he kind of speaks up and says, well, it doesn't really get good beyond this because uh, my ordinance delivery got completely strashed on the way here. Well, okay. No supplies, no support. Fed worse. So uh, how's the weapon storeroom looking? And Gorham's like, empty. Oh, fantastic. And uh, what's the deal with Sergeant Elroy? Uh, that's a slightly more complicated story. I knew Sergeant Elroy stationed in the same garrison when he was still a master sergeant. I became privy to the fact that he was doing some illicit backhand deals that were not very becoming of a Boros officer. I was duty-bound to report them, something he obviously found out about. I'm not very conspicuous within the Boros Legion. He was issued a demotion down to sergeant and sent out here to this fort given strict instructions that regardless of the shifts and change of command, under no circumstances was Sergeant Elroy allowed to take charge. As it is, our colonel has died. Command has seemed to have fallen to Private Gory at the moment. Even though I am a corporal, I have other duties as hand. I came out here in a completely separate incident, and I can certainly say that Sergeant Elroy is not happy I am here. Well, it's not his job to be happy. It's his job to be a soldier. Agreed. Something I fear he is forgetting by the day. I'll make sure he's reminded. Thank you, ma'am. <clears throat> if it's not too forward of me to ask, this is an outpost meant to observe the movements of the Gruul clans, yes? Correct. What do we know about the movements of the Gruul clans? We They're... have the Zertar and the Gore known to be active in the area. The Zertar are attacking the outpost. What are the Gore clan doing? So far, the Gore clan have not made any moves against the fort. And have they made any movements against the Zertar? I think it's quite the opposite. I feel the Zertar are making a power play to overtake the Gruul as a guild total. I'm not sure why they are attacking us or what their interpretations are, and they still have to contend with the burning tree. The Cyclops himself still runs the Gruul as a total. But as of now, the Zertar seem to be making a move. Then we may have... The relief that we need for this outpost, as long as we are able to send an emissary to meet the Gore clan. Again, there's still one problem at hand. You step foot outside of this fort, you get swallowed. Yes, that infernal worm. I'm sorry to say right now, my friends, but we're stuck. Out of character question, Rizal's come back already, or is she still? You gave her the order to protect your retreat. You have successfully retreated. Okay. She's back in the horn. She has She's back disappeared. In the horn. Yes. Okay, cool, cool, Yes, cool. yes, yes. All right. It was I a just... very convenient order for me, I will say. She is not lingering around. Your retreat had been protected and she has disappeared. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I was 72 just... hours and counting. How many, uh, how many points towards her penance does that get her? I'm not telling anyone. <laughs> you don't know. I'm Two. keeping track. <laughs> Two and a half. <laughs> oh, it's like spawn. Right? Shout out to Spawn. Anyway. Yeah. High five. Shout out to Todd McFarlane. Sponsor the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey. yeah. So that is the situation. You guys are in the middle of a Boros outpost. 
stuck in the rubble belt around the Gruul territory, and currently there is a worm uh, seemingly keeping everyone trapped. Okay. There's a lot of unanswered questions, a lot of situations to do, but for the moment, you guys are in this fort. Uh, I think, like, as personally, I think Vakara's probably going to take in this like assessment what's going on in every single building where it needs to be mm-hmm. reinforced and everything. And I'll probably start with the trade post and the civilians sure. to see what that is. Uh, Gorham seems pretty adamant that possibly by experience he has witnessed that it's kind of a tremor situation. If you leave the fort, it's waiting to eat you. Okay. There are several soldiers and some other people. Uh, to Actually, first to completely like nip this in the bud and get it out of the way so it doesn't become an issue later. I want to talk with Elroy. Uh, sure. He can be found. Surprisingly, he's sitting in the officer's quarters. You know, I'm not shocked, actually. <laughs> that's the way I figured I it would be. I think that's exactly where he is, is he's sitting at the desk in the officer's quarters. Okay, cool. Because he might be a little bit shady, but, you know, maybe he's got some good ideas. Sure. So, okay. Solaren. Yes. I did not approve of what you did earlier, but... That's too bad, really. We all need to work together, obviously. I am working with you. Yes, I know. I may not have approved of your methods, but we need to work together. So let's do this. Do you think this Elroy is to be trusted? It seems rather convenient to me that his superior officer falls in the last raid. If I was a more opportunistic man, and there was only one obstacle in my way... To what I want, why wouldn't I take it? Would you like to come with me to speak with him? Happily. Oh, this is going to be fun. Uh-oh. It's like I the don't... definition of good cop, bad cop. Uh, I don't think Elroy <laughs> I don't was think... prepared for an Orzov collector to like, like, yeah. I've come to collect your bones, bitch. Mm. All 206 of them. It's a good pickup line if good you say it a different... Uh... Not gonna do it. Uh, so... Uh, okay, so you guys are going to go march and talk to Elroy. Perix is currently in the hospital. Lorzach and Xenia, how are we feeling? What are we? What are? What are we going to do? It's time for the party to go do some stuff. I'd like to go to the mess hall. Okay, you go to the mess hall. Mm-hmm. Lorzach is going to check out the armory. Great. So Xenia and Lorzach begin walking towards the same part of the fort where there's a very, very large building, the biggest building in the fort, and there are two doors. Xenia just decidedly goes into the one on the left. Lorzach goes to approach the one on the right and finds <laughs> that it's locked. Uh, uh, Perix, what are you doing at this moment? Uh, am I done healing? Am I still needed? I think at the moment you're currently healing them, but you also have Private Steen with you and Delania and Private Bud. So uh, I would ask, not Delania because she wasn't there, but Steen, and, well, is Bud conscious? Yes. Oh. But very crass. So Perix asks, how many of you were out there when you were attacked? How, is, are you the only one who came back or was it just the two of you? Was there a whole party? How many left? Two of us left. One came back. Two of us died because of this prick here. And he throws a thumb at Private Steen. Now, while I'm trying to heal, would you do me the pleasure of getting the fuck out of my face? To which point the very young Private Steen kind of bows his head and like scurries out. And then Bud kind of sits himself up and he says, I'm feeling kind of better. I appreciate it. So this little prick here thinks he's got some good intel. So we get an order from the colonel to go out on a scouting mission. We go out. Bad intel. It was a trap. So we come running back. Other guy doesn't make it. I'm not going to make it. But I'm within shouting distance of the fort. 
Colonel panics, throws open the gates, takes the last Indrik that we have in tow, comes rushing out to us. Indriks aren't war animals. The thing gets spooked. Colonel goes flying to the ground trying to save me, takes a spear right in the chest. Slaughterhorn catches up with me, rams it right through the freaking stomach. We blow the rest of our ordnance trying to scatter the raid party, and somebody finally comes and drags me inside. Colonel, dead. And we gotta deal with Elroy. Gotta deal with Elroy? Meaning? Yeah, the asshole thinks he's in charge. Seems to ignore that very specific written letter that we got saying under no circumstances does he get to tell anybody what to do. He's been outranked. There's a master sergeant on site now. Oh, great. Do me a favor. Don't listen to Steen. Got it. Kid's an idiot. Has Steen left? Uh, he has left the room, yes. Okay, great. He's pretty sheepish. Sounds it. Uh, very new, very young soldier. Did Steen say where he got his intel? No, it's it's just sort of a thing that happens, right? It's not like anybody did anything manipulative. It's, hey, we're not seeing any activity over in this area. Maybe we should so scout it out. Or, you know, maybe we think the worm is like, you know, it, it's just the, the, the specifics of what his intel were are not necessarily relevant to any sort of mystery. It's just... The kid made a bad call. The colonel listened to the bad call. Right. And it got two people killed. Got and it. got Bud Gore. seriously wounded. And and thankfully, a frontline medic came to help. Does it appear like I am needed in this moment to heal Bud? I think he's stable. He needs some recovery time. Right. Yeah. But like, I could go talk to Steen. Or um, am I like needed? Yeah, you could room? go talk to Steen if you want. So that's where I would head next. Okay. We'll pause there yep. for a moment. Let's break over. So, uh, Lorzach, the door is locked. Xenia, you pop into the mess hall. And as you're sort of wandering around, the mess hall is empty. Um, but you can hear, like, metallic clanging through the wall mm-hmm. next to you. Okay. Why, through the wall next to me to my right armory mm-hmm. direction? Oh, okay. Um, There's something in there. I go up to the wall and I put my ear against it. You just hear some metal clanging. And I listen to it. It's very soothing for me. This Great. is a very quiet for like <laughs> I was getting a little stressed out with all the order. Ah, <laughs> uh, synthetic experience. <laughs> um Lorzach. will go around the side mm-hmm. and see if that's going to serve him any better. So that door is also locked, but what you can see is that tiny little offshoot room of the main room, and there's a there's a window and you can see inside, and there's sort of like a humble quarters in there meant for a singular person. Is there anyone in those quarters? Nope. But you can hear a distinct banging and clanging going on inside the armory. And I would say that Widget kind of like saddles up behind you and just be like, hmm, I think he likes you. I think he likes the cut of your jib. Why would they lock this? Uh, Because they don't want anybody inside of it. Like who? There are what, eight people left in the outpost? I don't know, privacy? What if they came to the gates? What if you need whatever's in the armory? I share your concern. I'm just not as riled up as you are. <laughs> Lord Zetch will politely knock on the door. Uh, the clanging stops. Anything else happen or just an absence nope, of sound? just an absence of sound. Zenia, on the other side, just sighs so dejectedly. And elbows the wall <laughs> to see if anything happens. And then and then you hear a clang, clang in response. <laughs> and she elbows it twice back. Thud, thud. So both of you hear this front door unlock. And somebody like 
you you hear that door unlock and that door like opens and you guys will both have to kind of like shift around to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. So you, so the three of you kind of like pop back around the corner in this very sort of awkward Marxian moment, like the Marx Brothers moment. It's like, what's going on? This sort of like weird comedy of errors happening on here. And, and this door kind of opens and outside the door is like a, a, an elderly man, like a man seasoned in years with a short very white beard, no mustache, like just the beard and sort of frazzled white hair backwards and a cloak and glasses. And he just sort of pops out and he's like, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? I'm bored. (laughs) And he takes a look at you and he goes, oh, oh, what do you want? (laughs) Um, Lorzach will kind of. He is not in uniform. Lorzach will indicate the goblin with a number of inert bombs strapped to his chest. Yeah. Uh, very few at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and say something to the effect of, we were sent with a shipment of ordinance in uh, the hopes of being able to relieve the outpost. The worm, unfortunately, got to us first, and I was curious as to what armaments you had on hand. Uh, everything is gone. It's all gone. We've all used it. It's, it's, it's all used up. Nothing is here anymore. And to which point Widget just kind of like <laughs> walks around him. Like, I'm, I'm a goblin. Walks around. And he kind of walks and he goes, ah, that's not good. <laughs> and, and and it's just, you can, you can kind of peer over this old man and this place that should be full of like armor and possibly a war machine or two or equipment and mortars and ordnance and stuff is all just pretty much empty and there's nothing more than just sort of like a pile of scrap metal and a furnace in the corner. And he's like, yeah, we're boned. It's not looking good, elf buddy. <sighs> um, Lorzach is going to try and calm the headache that's throbbing through his skull <laughs> as he uh, walks back out into the courtyard. Yeah. And spies the stables off to his far left. And uh, the 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 old guy kind of looks at you, Zenny, and he's like, "Is it this bad now? Is it uh, is is are now all the guilds here? Like, what is the problem?" It's been a whole to do. Yeah, it's the problem. Yeah. And he just kind of like throws his hands up in the air, <laughs> just goes marching back in. And as you watch him, he just returns to this corner, and you can see that he has a hammer, and he's just like wailing away on a piece of metal. Hmm. I'll visit you in a little bit. What's your name? Uh, my name is Dr. Vile Zapati. Fantastic. Uh, give me a history check, if you would, please. Okay. Vile Zapati? Yep. Sounds like Zenny's kind of person. Vial. 21. It's a rather is-it-sounding name. Ooh, okay. Uh, fantastic. Um, Dr. Val Zappity. What? May I hang out with you for a little bit? Eh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Xenia goes inside and watches him hammer things and says, so what are we making? Do we know yet? Uh, he's trying to salvage whatever he can to make any sort of, like, plating or shield or defense or anything. He's literally using every last scrap mm-hmm. of what he has to try and to try and help. Zenia tears off a button from her cuff and hands it to him. <laughs> oh. He 
he kind of looks at you sort of compassionately and and is like recognizing your capabilities as a thinker and then just sort of tosses the button in the furnace to like help fuel that. It's like, great. Thank you. Zenny looks in the furnace to see how it reacts. Yep. It just. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Zippity zip, 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 zip. Back to the officer's corners. Fakara and Salorin, you go marching in, and there is Sergeant Elroy sitting at the desk. Salorin. And as soon as you walk in, he like <laughs> shoves something into a drawer. Salorin takes his hand axe and uses it to force the door like close, makes a show of like locking the door behind him. Oh. I just keep walking forward. Yeah. I mean, he's just sitting at the desk like it's his desk. What do you want? I want you to stand at attention. Now. He will not. He's trying to stare you down. Can I do an intimidation? You don't have to like, that's the weirdest way to ask for an intimidation. (laughs) (laughs) Can I do an intimidation? (laughs) You don't have to ask permission. You just say, I intimidate you. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm doing just a fucking bitch. Let's see if this gets physical. All right, cool. Oh, that's a 14. Uh, He seems pretty adamant about trying to make a show that he's not going to listen to your orders. Okay. May I? Of course. So Lauren casts command on him at level one. Oh, fudge. (laughs) Yep. DC 16, wisdom save. Nope. (laughs) What do you tell him? Stand. Uh, He, like, stands up without, like, being able to control it, and you can immediately see the look on his face that's like, oh, shit. This is what the Orzov can do, and he is suddenly, like, not a tough dog anymore. You will come to find, boy, that I am not one of you. If I see you misbehave under one of your superior officers, you'll find that your bones are far more brittle than your words. Uh, I don't think he's got a response to that, because that's pretty spooky. (laughs) Um, while he's just standing, I'm going to very calmly walk up to Elroy, pick him up by the shoulders and just move him over, Okay. sit at the desk and open up the drawer that he was. Uh, there's a hidden stash of alcohol. Oh, cool. He's been boozing it up. Cool. I will take the alcohol, smash it on the table, pour whatever's out of it, leave it on the desk. (laughs) (laughs) So Lauren goes on the inside. (laughs) We in a fucking dry county? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Drinking on duty is probably not acceptable, though. Given the current circumstances, I I am following what you were doing, and I'm with you all the way. Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, so I'm taking all of the bottles. I'm shattering them on the table, pouring out whatever is left of the liquid. And some real R-age shit right here. Sorry, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's, yeah, it's. I love how mad you are and you're not even in the room. <laughs> you're just third party privy at the orange, like at the role playing table. You're just sort of like parallel to the events that's happening and you're still like embittered by her choices. <laughs> I will very casually keep the last bottle that is broken in my hand. Oh. And I will come up to Elroy and very firmly say, salute and he uh he like snaps to attention and ma'am thank you at ease he's at ease now what did you do that managed to get you demoted from master sergeant to the position you are in now 
It was of the opinion of a tribunal, ma'am, that I was engaging in activities unbefitting of a Boros officer. I didn't ask what the tribunal said. I asked what you did. I had been caught using Boros transportation for an illegal alcohol smuggling operation, and I was trading military equipment for funds. So you're a drunk and an idiot. Uh, He does not have a response to that. Who were you giving these pieces of equipment to? Random black market dealers. Insight. As far as you're telling, he's... It's not an impractical story. He's a, oh, no, He was yeah, only a master yeah. sergeant. He was making money on the side, trading weapons, selling booze. It's a pretty small-time crime, comparatively. It's one of those things that, like, sounds like, you know, like a small-time crook feels like it's a really big operation and he's a real big-time smuggler, but he was probably just homebrewing some booze and, like... Yeah, I mean, it probably wasn't anything that... Selling some mortars or something like that. Like, it wasn't really... It doesn't sound like an impractical thing. I think he was just caught doing something really stupid. Right. But it obviously wasn't that big enough of a deal for him to get completely... Booted. Discharged. Yeah. Yeah. And he's still a sergeant, at least. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you have any questions for our friend here? There are standing orders that you are not allowed to take command. Why would you supersede those orders? In light of the colonel's death, I felt it apropos that as the highest-ranking officer in the fort that my judgment would be best for continuing forward. But you are directly contradicting the orders of someone that is far more your superior. Our current situation requires a reassessment of value. How long did you assume command? The colonel has been dead for a mere four days, ma'am. So for four days, you have been disobeying directly, purposefully... A written order from your superiors. If I may speak freely, ma'am, I think... Uh, You may not. With permission to speak, I think you will find that it is the opinion of the other soldiers in this fort that that order was followed to the letter. You broke a contract, my friend. No, he's he's saying that nobody listened to him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) be that as it may, you broke a contract. It's your obligation to obey your superior officers, and you decided not to. I think that deserves a punishment. I think I'm finally in agreement with you on this one. Oh no, poor, poor Sergeant Elroy. I feel so bad. This Aww. has gone way farther than I thought it would. <laughs> All right, what's what's his what's his punishment? Um, I is he sober right now? Uh, s- probably not. Okay. Oh, oh. Saloran pulls out a piece of paper. I propose that you enter a contract with my friend Fakara. You will obey her as your superior officer, or this contract is broken. Do you understand me? No. I do not take orders from an Orzov. Well, first of all, if you're able to be any use, if you have any, to this station at all, you need to sober up, which means you're going to be staying in the stocks until I feel you're sober enough to deal with the situation at hand. Until then, you are a liability. It's very important for me to know when you intend to let him out. Not very long, but I'm going to make a show of putting him in the stocks. It is very well noted by everyone at the fort that you are in charge. Moving back on, cycling around. Lorzach, you have approached an empty... Yes, fist bump of authority. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You approach an empty stable. Um, It's a, a typical wood stable. Room for several beasts of burden. Uh, doesn't really look to house any type of uh, animals for, like, war, like battle 
creatures, but it is currently empty. Not a single thing in the stables. Well, there are the remnants of animals that used to be there, but for, I'm sure, a myriad of reasons, there are no longer any beasts of service within the fort. This building behind him, this is all the same officer's quarters? Yep, so that's the officer's quarters, some filing information, some equipment, and then um, the actual place where the officer is allowed to sleep. That's the brig over there? Yes, the stockade is right there. Lorzach is going to continue on to the trading post. Okay, Uh, cycle back around, cycle back around. You're just hanging out with Dr. Zappity for the moment? Yeah. Okay, Perix. So I'm looking to talk to Private Steen, mm-hmm. uh, specifically to get his side of Bud's story. Okay. Um, and get a sense for get a sense overall for what. No, I want to get his side of the story. Period. Okay. Good talk. So you want to know what? I want to know what he was hoping to accomplish, mm-hmm. and more specifically, given what has happened, how he feels uh, the fort needs to be proceeding. So he's. Again, very young. Very young, yes. Right? And one of those people you almost feel bad that they're in the service because they're so inexperienced and they just don't, you know. It's just a sad story of one of those people who you don't expect to make it. Right. And he's very shaken up about everything that's going on. And it's clear that that Private Bud does not like him at all and hates him for a great deal. But you get the sense that Steen does not have, he does not reciprocate that feeling. Right. He truly feels bad about what he did. And he says, I, I, I made it. I made a bad call. I was trying to be helpful. Uh, I, I thought I thought I had reached a level where I could predict the Zerta clan movements. And I thought we had an opportunity to go out and scout and get a position on where they were holed up around the fort that would have given us an avenue to try and escape and out of here. And I just made a bad call. And then Bud got hurt and the other guy died. And then the colonel died. I'm sorry. I just was trying to be helpful. It's it's. It's bad, man. There's this really bad in here. There's a lot of internal conflict between everyone left, and it's just a really bad situation. I was just trying to help. I get that, and I don't really belabor the point as to your problems. What I'm more interested in is the internal conflicts, the things you're dealing with. Bud obviously hates you because you got him gored by a slaughter horn. It makes sense. Uh, I would probably hate you too. Who else are the major players that are uh, the conflicts in here? Like who's, what are the, the the dynamics that are causing you to feel like it's so bad? All right, let me, let me give you the rundown because it's juicy. So obviously you've met the pretty detestable Sergeant Elroy and you've probably met Corporal Gorham and, uh, Corporal Gorham is not really well respected by a lot of people around here. And, and I got to be honest with you, it's kind of racial. Obviously, everybody's heard the story about at this point about what Gorham did that caused Elroy to lose his position at their old garrison. So, you know, there's that to deal with. Whatever fates brought those two together, whoo boy. So, you know, and then it gets pretty personal. I mean, Private Gorey apparently was involved with the colonel's daughter at one point. And then I don't know what happened there, but there's sort of a weird relationship going on between Bud and Gory and the Colonel's daughter. It's all really not a lot that has to do with the military, but again, it's caused a lot of issues. I don't want to be privy to it, but I just know that something really, really bad happened there. So you've got two other guys who don't want to trust each other and don't want to work together. Oh boy. 
And then we've got two of these other people who aren't even soldiers who are stuck at the station. Mandy Graves is over there running the trade post. And then we've got Rancid kicking around and well, nobody really likes that guy. And the last thing we need in our current situation is two people we gotta feed who can't even really help us. You said Mandy Graves is in the trade post? Yeah. And Rancid's just kicking around any place he tends to hang out, or do I just run around yelling Rancid? Well, he was using the fort as sort of a staging operation for his excavations, but, you know, now he's kind of trapped in here with us. Wasn't really intended to be a permanent residency. And where can I find the uh, colonel's daughter? And what's her name? Oh, the colonel's daughter ain't here no more. She was stationed for a very, very brief time, a very, very long time ago. And then, well, you know, things start ballooning and fingers start flying and she was shipped home rather quickly. Uh, Between you and me, I know he's mad at me and I feel real bad, but I think it was Bud. uh, Thanks. I will be back if I need to talk to you again. I know, not a lot of things that we need to be dealing with while we're all stuck in here with a worm attack, but... You know, there's a lot of weird soap opera crap going on in here. So that's it for me and Steen. Okay. Um, in my, uh, while you go back around, uh, yes. Parrix is going to take a, a little second by himself in a corner and uh, ritualize find familiar. And what are we making? Oh, great. So mother heifer. So now you have a familiar. Mm-hmm. How many fucking people are going to be in this party right now? Because we've got Frank, Antonio, Roselle, now a familiar this is supposed to be a party of five, and it's becoming a party of Baker's Dozen. <laughs> hey. Okay, so. There's a raven, uh, a raven coming to play. A raven? Yeah. Thank you. That's much yeah. easier to do. It wasn't going to be a person. I was going to give you a raven. Thank you. Okay, so <laughs> we, are, uh, we are sort of resolving things that were going. I think everybody's been sort of milling around, and at least the four of you, except for Xenia, can sort of see each other in the parade grounds at this exact moment. Um, and and can sort of reconvene and perhaps we can do some more stuff. If you need to split off, you can still split off. But at the moment, we're still kind of taking stock of where we are and what's going on. I'm going right. to share all the information I just got from Steen. Okay. Cool. The crew. Okay. Oh, God, really? Pathetic. We- welcome to uh, officer duty there, Fakara. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Next time on Encounter Party, Vicara gets a crash course in command as the waylaid Boros garrison crumbles under infighting. Can our Master Sergeant muster their morality, or are they already trapped inside their own tomb? Find out next time on Encounter Party! Encounter Party is produced by Play Plus One and Charging Moose Media, based on the worlds of Dungeons and Dragons and Magic the Gathering, created by Wizards of the Coast. Original campaign written by Brian David Judkins. Sound capture and original effects by Will Malones. Edits and mixing by Ned Donovan and Katie Brow. Theme song and additional music by Alexander Nakarada of Serpent Sound Studios. Additional music by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech. Special thanks to Megan Judkins and Will Malones. Hey party people, this is David Wynn, the voice behind Saloran. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe and review on any podcast platform that you listen to. You can engage with us one-on-one via Twitter, Instagram, and our Facebook group. And be sure to follow the website for news and updates at EncounterParty.com. Let's keep the party going.